A Lorraine man is charged with beating a Capitol Police officer during Donald Trump's January 6th Capitol insurrection. The former Cleveland Police Inspector General recommended an overhaul to the city's police chase policy two years ago, but the police chief says the existing policy is just fine. And Cleveland State University promoted a disgraced Cuyahoga County official to the top human resources job just three weeks after his controversial firing into the number two spot. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Thursday, March 18th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. A Lorraine man was arrested Wednesday on charges of beating a Capitol Police officer during the January 6th insurrection sparked by Donald Trump. 20-year-old Clifford Mackrell faces multiple charges that could put him in prison for 14 years. An FBI affidavit portrays him as a man recorded on video repeatedly striking an officer and grabbing the officer's gas mask while another member of the crowd sprays bear spray at the officer. The FBI says Mackerel tried to expose the officer to the spray. Mackerel appeared in court and was released. His case was transferred to Washington, D.C. In the video, a man identifying himself as Cliff from Ohio says, Whatever it takes for my country, I'm not done. Federal documents also say Mackerel wrote on his Facebook page that it is our literal job as Americans to kill the tyrannical government. The inspector general of the Cleveland Police Department issued a report in June that concluded that the department needs to update its policy on high-speed pursuits, but Cleveland Chief Calvin Williams says he has no plans to do that. Christopher Byland, who is Cuyahoga County's new sheriff, was the Cleveland inspector general in 2019 and reviewed the chase policy. But Williams, appearing before Cleveland City Council Wednesday, said he stands 100% behind the current policy. He said he takes responsibility for everything that happens under it. City Council had a hearing to talk about chases after recent controversies involving when police do chase and when they don't. Violin recommended more training using the Attorney General's chase simulator. He also suggested that police supervisors issue reports on what goes right and wrong with chases and make those reports required reading for officers. Cleveland State University has now promoted disgraced ex-Cuyahoga County official Douglas Dykes to the number one position in its Human Resources Department just weeks after the controversial hiring of him into the number two position. A CSU spokesman acknowledged the promotion Wednesday. Dykes' title of Associate Vice President of Human Resources and salary of $140,000 a year are not changing. Dykes is Cuyahoga County's former HR chief. He resigned that position in January 2020 after having been indicted on theft and office charges. He later pleaded guilty to related misdemeanor charges of obstructing official business, and he remains on probation. CSU passed over five other most qualified candidates to hire Dykes in December, one week after he was allowed to apply for the position, months after the deadline. As number two in CSU, HR department, he answered to Chief Talent Officer Janelle Hughes, who had held the position since October 2018. But on January 4th, three weeks after Dykes was hired, CSU President Harlan Sands promoted Hughes to Chief of Staff. Dykes has served as head of the HR department ever since. 
The Ohio Senate passed a bill that would offer flexibility on graduation requirements and standardized testing, approving it as an emergency measure on Wednesday. HB 67 passed 32 to 1. The House passed a concurrence measure on the bill, including the emergency component. The bill would extend the window for standardized testing this year and remove measures which tie results to school performance and accountability. It will also temporarily unlink graduation requirements from testing if a senior has successfully completed the high school curriculum or individual education program. Initial research shows student performance on standardized testing is way down during the coronavirus pandemic and fewer students have been taking the tests. Originally, a bill was introduced that would have removed testing requirements altogether, as in the spring of 2020 when the pandemic first hit. The Biden administration shortly after issued guidance that states should give the test but encouraged flexibility. Ohio's standardized testing begins this month. The former chairman of the Ohio Public Utilities Commission met repeatedly with Governor Mike DeWine and his staff while the corrupt House Bill 6 was under debate in 2019, including the day before DeWine signed the controversial nuclear bailout into law, according to some public records. Sam Randazzo's official appointment calendar, obtained by Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer, also show he met at least 10 times with officials from First Energy, as well as with with other Ohio utilities while he was the PUCO chairman from April 2019 through this year. Randazzo has emerged as a relevant figure to the federal investigation into HB6 and First Energy because of his ties to the utility. The Akron-based utility has disclosed paying $4 million to someone state officials have said is Randazzo shortly before he was hired as the PUCO chairman. The company has since said that payment led the unnamed named regulator to act at the request of or the benefit of First Energy as a consequence of receiving that $4 million. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. 